0: Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Under the Cull with MS podcast. Today's, I know I was going to try and find some type of Ghostbuster comic book to go with the MRI, having to put the contrast in you, Figure some type of radioactive ooze comic book would be good with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but... My area is a mess right now and I'm trying to alphabetize my comics and I got stuff everywhere and can't find a good one that I came across. So i going to mention, give one a shout out. It was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I can't remember the exact name, but it was a recap of the first 100 episodes. Mutant Ninja Turtles and it was excellent I wish every comic book would do this every hundred episodes or so just for the people that don't buy every single ongoing issue and they can actually sit there and find out what happened that they missed out on that comic took you through everything all the different stages of the Turtles all the different character movements and stuff the <clears throat> it's just great background, it catches you right out. And then, if you are fresh to the Turtle Comics, you could start right there at issue number 101 or 100 and not be confused about what's going on, which is nice. Hopefully, down the road, some other comics will take that into consideration and do that also. But today, The comic we are talking about is Deadpool number 14. It was part of the War of the Realms era. I believe this was, oh, this is 2019. So it must have just been the last Deadpool run because I'm currently reading the new deadpool run and i believe that's like six episodes in or so six issues in and it's basically deadpool on monster island at the current layout but i've seen this in a random bin and i'll pretty much grab anything deadpool just because i have yet to be disappointed by anything i have read of deadpool Or anything that he's appeared in. Uh, It's basically. The world is. Gone through some. Major changes. Major. Destruction. Uh, There's these troll like creatures. Coming up and attacking people. In Australia, a few heroes pop in, help out. It's like here's a little synopsis of it. After laying waste to nine of the ten realms, the Dark Elf King Meliketh and his powerful allies have finally brought the War of the Realms to Midgard, the last realm standing. Meliketh. Forces poured in through a portal in New York and quickly spread across the globe. An army of trolls led by Vlick invaded Australia. The Avengers sent Deadpool to help the heroes down under, Nancy Nuke, Captain Outback, and the Tasmanian Devil is scribbled out, who for legal reasons will henceforth be called Jean, now Deadpool and the Aussie Aussie Avengers are the only line of defense between human life on the continent and thousands of trolls. Crikey. Fun story. They have to, they try to save some people. They take out a bunch of trolls. The trolls take out some people. It's just standard war type story. Uh, Deadpool pops in and out. you have an appearance where uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Daredevil, they pop in. Uh, and you have the little thing, little conflict issues between Daredevil and the Australian Daredevil. <laughs> Has its fun. Deadpool tries to get the trolls to just behave themselves and sets them up with a, like, theme park thing and tries to get that to work. And, of course, there's other issues that pop in and out. I'll leave that for you to read. I don't want to take, give away everything from the stories, but Stan soapbox has a current up-to-date little thing about racism and stuff that's interesting. Um, of course, there's little things in the back that little questions from readers and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, and which I thought was kind of unique. I don't know if it's standard to the Deadpool comics during this run or If it's just something that happens every now and then, but there's like a little dream sequence with Deadpool and his four little symbiotes in the end. So that's a fun little add-on to it. Yeah, Deadpool number 14, or the War of the Realms era. Check it out. And we're getting ready for our MRI on Thursday. Today's Tuesday. So I did a little bit more yard work today, worked for about a half hour hour outside doing some push mowing, a little weed whack and put some grass seed down and just covered in sweat from the humidity out there. It's gonna be another scorcher today. So I had some thunderstorms roll through last night. We might have a couple today yet, but Other than that, it's going to be a hot, nasty, sticky week. Uh, Hotter coming next week. But, yeah, got everything set up for the MRI. I know where it is. Go through this. Hopefully, everything will go good with the two separate uh, 45-minute plus hour 2 an hour long sausage tube stuffings. Uh, some other things going on would be preparing for some more doctor stuff because I remembered some other things I needed to get done. So, I get a hold of my regular doctor today and schedule, get those scheduled because I don't have enough appointments scheduled over the next four to six weeks. Because so I'll throw a few more in there. See what we can do with this whole COVID thing, see if we can get in or not. Or, and I don't know how other people dealt with the COVID stuff. I, it was kind of, they had the video conferencing, which we were told was going to be free or at least your standard copay. And I had one appointment set up with a doctor and ended up having a two hundred eighty five dollar copay, so I canceled that one. So I didn't do any other video conferencing. So if anybody else has, I'd like to hear how it went for you. I'd say I prefer to walk in that door myself they can't test you they can't weigh you they can't check your blood pressures and stuff like that and see where your actual readings are you can ask them questions but they can't look at anything so it's pretty much useless unless it's basically just a standard verbal style appointment and i can see not having to go in but most my specialists have to see me face to face i would assume just to get any of my testing in and uh, the last, it's like blood test and stuff. They've done all those recently to get ready for the MRI. Those numbers, I didn't have anything. that was too bad. Uh, just gotta hope that everything else comes out. We don't have no new lesions, but we'll see. I don't. I kind of expect some more because. How oh, I felt the past year and a half, so since that last MRI, uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. We're trying to get used to this COVID stuff, the masking and all that. I gotta, guess I'm gonna have to probably order a couple fancy masks you gotta wear them at every doctor appointment. No matter what, everybody's masked up and you walk in and you get sprayed down, sanitizer, they check temperatures, uh, it's just a mess. I don't personally know anybody that's seriously had COVID. Apparently, my brother-in-law may have, but I never heard anything from the results. I know he ended up having a surgery. For something else so I don't know if that's why he was sick or if he I'm not exactly sure how that went so, of course you talk to people and your brain doesn't let to keep that stuff in memory so you can't remember exactly what it was but uh, yeah I'm gonna try and keep Doing what I can today on and off, and then just relax all day tomorrow. Hope that my body's in calm enough position where I'm not dealing with a ton of cramping or anything like that while I'm in the MRI machine. I don't know why they don't have more open MRIs around. It's like I, I've been in one my whole life. It seems like every time you go in, and it's a closed one. But, uh, yeah, it's just not nothing I'm really looking forward to. But get it over with. Get it done. And I'll have to deal with it for another year. Other than that, I've been dealing with tons of problems with my foot trying to get that going with the yard work because I was born with my left foot being tilted inward. It's, all bones and stuff are crooked. So you constantly feel like you're walking on a broken foot. You're twisting your ankle continuously. It's, it's not good. And it's like I can get a special shoe, but it's not covered by my insurance. But if I was diabetic, it would be. But seeing as I was born with it, it's not. I understand how that works, but I'm getting some money together and I'm going to get it done anyways. But it's kind of senseless because I'd say most of the time I'm at home and stuff, i never wear shoes. I don't want to be walking around with shoes on all the time. So I don't know exactly how that's going to work. I'd like to get a couple new knee braces with the metal sides supports. They have some fancy ones to help you with up and down mobility and stuff that are like reverse braces that are spring loaded. Kind of curious if they have those in the medical department or not. Try something like that. Through my insurance, I got that. Uh, Benefits package where you get $75 a month to spend on medical supplies and pills and stuff like that. That works out nice for like braces and stuff, but those are just standard uh, flexy, stretchy type braces. Knee braces, ankle braces, wrist braces, stuff like that. Uh, They have the nice Bathroom supplies. I just picked up a shower stool and I've tried different shower brackets, but they're just a little bit too long because our shower has a curve to it, so I can't put them there. So I could have something I could actually put my foot on and get my leg up in the air. So cramped up in the shower. I miss having the tub access where you could just put your foot on that side of the tub. But I'll keep trying different medical things, see what I can come across. And, uh, it's like right now I should be wearing my ice vest. I do have the vest with all the different ice packs, but of course the ice packs are sitting out, aren't in the freezer. And it's kind of annoying that you got to freeze. I think it's twelve or 15 ice packs. Stick them into the jacket, you put the jacket on, you get about... <laughs> you lucky to get about 15 minutes of use outside before the ice packs are totally thawed. So I'd like to see them make an ice vest that is basically one giant gel pack. Just don't make it as thick as the normal gel pack. And that way be more comfortable and it might actually stay colder longer. That's the thing I'm noticing with a lot of our medical supplies. It's like I don't think the people that are making them are actual people that need them. And I think they should take into consideration our thoughts and opinions when we come when they do make something new or at least have a site where we could put our thoughts and opinions in. Maybe someone down the road could use them. Who knows? Give the person that comes up with the ideas a little compensation back for it, the idea or whatever. But just things are not made for human beings out there, at least not adult human beings. It's like, take into consideration. Take into consideration incontinent supplies. If there anyone out there has ever used anything that doesn't leak? Doesn't? that's not useless for an adult to try and use. It's just—it's so stupid how they have some of these things made up. It just doesn't make sense to me. Who knows? Maybe there is stuff out there that actually does work. That's what my listeners are for—just to give us some feedback. Oh, uh, some things might be easier for women than men. I don't know. I'm not being sexist. <laughs> I see things online, and it seems like things work better for women than men, as far in that department. Uh. For the kitties out there, if you're weed whacking, use both hands. <laughs> I was holding on to it with one hand coming around something, trying to reach for it. Bringing it back, I bumped against a rock or something and hopped and went right into the side of my legs. So I got a nice little half-moon scar there, scar rash. More like a rash, I guess, from the weed string just slapping against it. Uh, been slowly trying to work my way back into my DDP yoga. Diamond Dallas Page has a yoga that combines, it's not your mama's yoga, <laughs> it's the yoga moves combined with uh, engaging all your muscles and stuff to make your body think that you're actually lifting weights and actually putting tons of strain on it. And I love it. It's the only exercise routine I ever was disappointed that I wasn't. When I do get. Immobile enough that I can't do it. I get disappointed that I'm not doing it. Uh, My knees go out and I got to take a break for a few weeks. Just, I miss it. But, trying to get back into it. It's like I said in the last podcast, I believe I'm getting those three knee injections here coming up. To see if they'll help lubricate the knees and take away some of the pain that'll help me get back into it but until then I'm just gonna keep customizing the moves and doing more of the stand-up stuff that I can do without overstressing the knees because I want to keep getting some outside stuff done a little bit each every couple of days or so and trying to get my comics organized and gone through and Maybe, who knows, with this COVID stuff, if I can get, if the world changes and gets back to normal enough that I could do a rummage sale or something this fall. I'd like to have, like, a comic sale, but we'll see what happens. Uh, it's definitely going to take a while because apparently now we're in knee-deep back into more cases, and more young people are getting sick and everything else. And everybody's, it's, time of summer, and it's July. Everybody wants to get out to the beaches, play, have their house parties and stuff, and, and right after that, it's bonfire season, and can't, right now it's camping season. It's just, it's hard to confine people especially for this long of a time. Now you're hearing other weird things about other diseases coming back. Like, apparently China just had some cases of, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but basically known as the black death. So <laughs> uh, we got cases of, I think either swine flu coming back or the other one that we had and, one of those, I guess they had some cases pop up again. uh, are just, we got locust issues, we got bird issues. we got, Yeah, swine flu or bird flu, one of those, I think. But who knows? I'm not a doctor, so I can't give no direct response to what's going on out there. I just follow the headlines that I see. But if you want to try doing podcasting, this is not an advertisement for Anchor. This is just me saying it myself. I'm not getting paid for this. But check out Anchor Podcast. It's nice and simple. I enjoy it. I'd like to have more than a half hour. I got to look into it, see if you got to do something to get more than 30 minutes playtime. But uh, it is so simple. Just button it sets it all up records it for you distributes it for you apparently there's ways to monetize it with advertising i'll learn in the future but i want to get some followers first built up and then hopefully we can get this show going more often and. Be willing to do it three four or five times a week if i get some followers get some questions and things to talk about through the listeners i'm gonna start going through some old things probably next week uh, basically go over them with you guys and Gales and See what you think. We'll talk about different types of MS stuff that I've found over the years and stuff. And then getting ready to do some recipes. Like last night, I did a basic meatloaf. But when I make my meatloaf, I dice up some uh, canned potatoes. I, I, I made two meatloafs out of the batch. I used basically three of the whole canned tomatoes, or potatoes, I mean, Uh, about three chunks of canned beets. I just diced all that stuff up. I diced up a couple big cloves of garlic, a half onion. I threw my seasonings in there, which I think this one all I did was sea salt, black pepper, and uh, cloves. Or basil, not food. Uh, just did that in there. Trying to think if I put any other. I don't think there's any other vegetables. I had uh, basically about two and a half pounds of m- meat. I usually use turkey, but the ground beef was on sale this week, so I went with it. Uh, and then I used three. Farm fresh eggs, give you that nice bright dark yolk in there, and that with the beets and everything, it kind of makes you nervous because you cut it open and it looks like it's still bloody. <laughs> but uh, just stick your thermostat in it after an hour or so, and make sure it's at least 165 degrees in the center, and you're good to go. But, yeah just mix that up oh yeah and I also throw some panko bread crumbs in there mix that up pack them into the containers I cooked them for an hour and I sprinkled a little cheese on top of each one threw it back in until that was nicely melted after I checked the temperature I had that dinner with our side salad and some fruit and vegetables on the side Got a hold of some beautiful tangerines this week. Oh God, they are so soft and sweet, but they're going bad after two days in the fridge. <laughs> I did too big of a grocery run and had the fridge packed full, so everything's starting to freeze up in there. Had to eat what we could. Yeah, that's a nice, simple, recipe. You can put whatever you want in it, but I like to stuff different things into my meatloaf. It's like why not it's a meal in its own throw it all together and you can always have it on some bread or something during the week the leftovers it's like we shared one had a couple slices left and then i had the whole other one left i just sliced that one up so my wife can take a chunk for work or whatever if she wants for her lunch yep There's a nice little recipe for you to add it on since I had a few minutes left. Try that out. And it's like as far as vegetable goes. Get a bag of mixed vegetables from your freezer section. Throw them in a glass bowl or pan. Little olive oil. I love Italian seasoning. A little sea salt. I'll usually dice up, or not dice up, but cut up chunks of. Uh, zucchini in there because zucchini, when it's cooked, is just like a little potato in its own. Sometimes I'll chop up a couple uh little potatoes and throw them in there too. Add maybe some extra broccoli, frozen broccoli, or cauliflower, just to fill the pan. And then season it with the Italian seasoning sea salt, olive oil, a little cracked black pepper. Throw it in the oven. Usually 350 for about 45 minutes, an hour. Just stirring it up every now and looking at it. see so get it to the softness that you like. Some people like it a little a little harder. Some people like it a little mushier. I like it basically just starting to get nice and soft. That's where I like it. Sometimes I'll dice up a, a pack of asparagus, fresh asparagus, and throw that in there too. So that's always nice to have in there yeah, check that out. Try it. We will maybe get another podcast in tomorrow before the MRI or next time you'll hear me will be after I've been stuck in a tube. So I'm running out of time here. I'm down to my last minute. So you all have a wonderful week and stay as healthy as you can and beat this monster. Have a good, good day.